Hello, friends. Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, the show for IT professionals providing business support to businesses. This is the weekend edition, recorded February 24th, 2024, and this is where I just kind of get in here and review what's happened in the past week, and today I wanted to start off with a topic that I was going to do over a few weeks, uh, billing tips that I've learned from working with attorneys, but I'm going to put that off, and I'll explain why in just a moment. One of the things that I wanted to also talk about is on the last live show, I put in a link to the Florida Man Games and said that they would be happening this weekend. Well, this weekend is here, and today is today. And the Florida Man Games have officially begun. It is the wildest competition sporting events on earth, from wrestling in the mud, and they actually have tank top dudes running from sheriff's deputies. Uh, Yeah, it's happening. Uh, You can actually watch the show live. So if you download this today, I don't know how long the, the games are going, but it's an all day event and they are streaming live on their website. So if you go to floridamangames.com, click the live tab, uh, you can see some of what's going on. And I can tell you this, They came to play. It was estimated that about 10,000 people would show up in St. Augustine for this. Uh, I think they doubled that, folks. Uh, It is the biggest collection of Florida men and women that you would ever see. And they, they look like what you would expect. It is something to be seen. And there is a team. They they came in teams, folks. And the team right now that is getting the most talked about is called Swamp Ass. That is right. Swamp Ass. And they have competed in a lot of the events already today. And they have dominated. Uh, I don't even know what the, what the event was called, but it was basically one of those gladiator gladiator style bouts where they had the the bar with the pads on the end and there was two people going at each other in a pool of water slash mud and the goal was to take down the opponent and whoever fell was the loser and swamp ass oh they kicked butt in that event and they're they're treating this thing like it's you know game seven of the World Series or the NBA playoffs or the Super Bowl, it is very interesting. So head over to FloridaManGames.com, click on live if you catch the show in time to do that. Uh, I don't know if they're going to replay it later, but FloridaManGames.com is where you want to go to see all that mayhem. All right, so I said I was going to talk about billing, but I'm going to I'm going to set that aside. So at this point of the show, I do want to say that today I am going to be discussing diversity. And I know that this topic can be triggering for some of you. So I encourage you to either listen with an open mind or maybe step away. Turn off the podcast if you don't think that you want to hear what I'm going to say or if you feel overwhelmed. But uh, we're going to try to approach this with empathy and understanding 
which is why I did not mention any sponsors. This is this is me and my thoughts. And they all started yesterday morning when I saw what many of you saw, where Emily Glass, the CEO of Synchro, put a post up that she is leaving Synchro. And of course, the speculation started, oh, where is she going next? Or what's happening with Synchro? And does that mean that they are in trouble? Are they going to be acquired? Uh, all the rumors that have been circling around, of course, came to the forefront when she made that announcement. It was a short announcement. Uh, she just basically gave her heartfelt thanks to the Synchro team and uh, said she was grateful for the time now that she will reflect, refresh, and refocus before taking on her next adventure. And I liked the post and wished her well. And then I saw some other posts where people were losing their freaking minds um, talking about why she left and the fact that, you know, Synchro is a shit show right now. And all she did was promote her agenda of diversity and BIPOC, which, to be honest, folks, as a black man, I didn't even know what the BIPOC was. Uh, so, of course, I had to look that up. And basically, BIPOC is a, an acronym that spans, stands for Black Indigenous People of Color. Uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because Emily has been on my show a few times, uh, sometimes just to talk about Synchro and the things that they were doing. Uh, for full disclosure, I evaluated Synchro in 2023 to see if it was time for me to make a change with my RMM PSA platform. Uh, I did not make the change, and it wasn't anything really bad about Synchro. It was more of the fact that it wasn't enough of a gain for me to move all of my clients and my endpoints from what I was doing now to Synchro. And that's how I've evaluated products since I started doing this, that it has to be a substantial amount of gain, whether it's in dollars, whether it's an efficiency, automation, whether it's a bigger benefit to my clients than what I'm already doing. I'm not going to jump just to jump. I don't get on the shiny new thing bus. Uh, Synchro, at least from what I saw, looked like a solid product. If you are a new or emerging uh, IT service provider, it could be a very good product because it has a lot of the basics of what you need. Now, is it good for a larger MSP? I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, that was my personal experience with with Synchro as it related to my business. Now, back to Emily Glass leaving and the fact that people were losing their minds, it was something to see from my perspective that, in all honesty, people were calling out Emily, calling out Synchro for, you know, not being a good product company. And I don't know, to be honest. I don't know why she's leaving. I don't know if there's something happening in the background. So listen to me when I tell you I do not know anything. I consider Emily a friend, even though we've never met in person. I don't hang out with her. 
Uh, I've not seen her any more than I have seen other CEOs and leaders that uh, I've interviewed on the show. But I liked who she was. I liked what she stood for. I liked the the fact that she carried the diversity flag. It needs to be done in our industry. And from what I can tell, a lot of people are unwilling to do that. And in the past, the people that have been willing to do that, well, they take a hit. They take a shot. I've had a few of those myself where when I did the diversity shows, listeners asked, why are you doing this? We don't need to talk about that in tech. Well, you know what? We do. We need to talk about it just like we need to talk about everything else because our lives intersect both our personal and our professional. And I can tell you this, the reason that I do it is because I have lived seeing discrimination done to me when somebody else has either gotten ahead, gotten a job, or personally denied me something just for the simple fact that I was black. And many of you are not going to believe that. Many of you are going to say that can't be happening here in 2024. I'm going to tell you, folks, it does happen. It is happening. And I'm a black man living it, so don't tell me it doesn't. Because I see it, I still see it. And we can we can smile all we want to each other's face. We can laugh at the groups and our peer groups and our conferences, and we can say that all things are okay. You can even sing country lyric songs with me. But I know that there are some of you that go back and if you're talking amongst your good friends and family, you're saying some shit that I would not like or appreciate. So it happens. As opposed to what we're talking about with Emily, are there problems with Synchro? Maybe. Is Synchro about ready to go down? I don't know. Are they about to be acquired? Did she create some of the problems that are there? Uh, My answer to those are no. Did the fact that she focused on bringing in a diverse group of people to be on her staff or administration, was that a problem? I don't think so. Did she spend too much time doing that as opposed to the other stuff? Listen, I don't know, and I don't think that many of you know either. We don't live in her shoes We don't walk the walls of synchro corporate on a regular basis. We just see from the outside. Now, some of you may have more insider information. You may talk to somebody inside of synchro who might be saying stuff. But again, how much of that is true and how much of that isn't? Maybe she did try to make changes. When I have spoken with the people at synchro, The impression to me was they were trying to make changes to the UI, UX. They were trying to redo their integrations. They were trying to make the program better because they knew that they had to. They were hearing it from their users. Now, did it take a little longer or will it take a little longer than they thought? Probably. I mean, listen, we have vendors in this industry that have problems all the time and CEOs come and go all the time, but I don't remember anybody ever taking so much heat because one little piece of what they did was focus on diversity. 
Microsoft has a huge emphasis on diversity. They even reached out to me last year to be a part of this black partners thing. It's, it's done nothing, to be honest with you. I signed up. Nobody reached out. I have no idea what it does, but apparently there was a big push to promote and emphasize black partners in Microsoft. But nobody's saying shit about Microsoft whenever they have a patch that goes bad that blows up our printers, our USB devices, our cameras, or an update that causes Windows black screens. Yeah, we'll talk bad about Microsoft for a little bit, but you're not blowing them up because of diversity. You're not blowing them up because of who they hire. Now, some people made the comment that, you know, the diversity hirings are being done simply because they're diverse, not because they're better. I don't know. And I'll be honest with you. I do believe that we're in a time where if two people have equal qualifications and one is white and one is black, should there be an emphasis to hire the black person over the white person? To be honest, no. But I also know that if there are people that are truly trying to make a difference, if they get the opportunity to promote a black person of color, indigenous, gay, lesbian, trans, I think it should be done. And I think that we need to get to a point where people need to stop getting butt hurt about diversity Stop whining and accusing the fact that diversity is keeping you from a job or a client. The bottom line is do better. That's what you've told us to do for all these years. Stop whining, do your job, get good at it, and you'll be rewarded. Well, I'm going to turn the tables now and say to you, do better. Again, I was just listening to people. I've talked to I've talked to more people in the last two days about this than I had talked to people about the diversity podcast that I did or other topics in the past. And uh, I know that people out there are trying to put words in my mouth and decipher what I'm saying or not saying. So I thought, well, let me put this out there, and you know. I, I Listen, most of you that have been listening to this show, even back when it was called Podnuts Pro, know that I'm not going to back down from anything. Some of you are going to, you know, say some shit about me, and to be honest, I don't care. I didn't care when I did it in 2019 by calling out Elizabeth Lamb and what she was doing to MSPs, taking their money, not providing services. And yes, I did call her a fraudster. I did basically call her akin to somebody that should have been on American Greed. I did those things. And some of you came at me and, you know, joined with her in calling me and certain people cyber bullies by going after somebody who was, you know, popular and cute and vivacious, blah, blah, blah. And the bottom line is you were more upset with that than you were with the fact that she was stealing money. 
And that's exactly what I called it. Stealing money. So here we are, 2024, dealing with a topic that, yeah, you're right. In a perfect world, we shouldn't have to be dealing with this. In a perfect world, people would be hired on their abilities. People would be judged by the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. But folks, we don't live in a perfect world. And I just had too many conversations yesterday where people didn't seem to care what somebody like me felt reading and listening to what was being talked about with Emily. It was just ridiculous that I'm being kind. I'm trying not to curse anymore. I've cursed enough. But uh, got to get this out. Not uh, not the best episode that you guys want to hear about, and I understand, but got to get it off my chest because I need to go have a good weekend with my wife and family. You guys all go do the same. We'll see you next week. We've got a live show Wednesday and got some great topics coming up. Do better, folks. Holla. <laughs>